So in case you missed it, on the last episode of Brown Coffee, Black Tea, we were joined by our girls, Whitney and Aisha, to talk about the TV show Girlfriends. While we remember watching when we were kids, it hits much differently now that we are full-grown women navigating this mess we call adulthood. Listen to us compare our thoughts from then to now and reflect on our own sisterhood. After that, tune into this episode and let us know. Are y'all tired of working? Because we definitely are. Welcome back to another episode of Brown Coffee, Black Tea. It is your girl, Ty. And it's your girl, Sabria, here checking in, (laughs) y'all. Wait. It's too many gadgets, and technology is real difficult. Oh, my God. But I did learn this new thing where you can put your computer on Do Not Disturb by swiping down in your notifications. Did you know that? I think you knew that, too. I just learned that recently. I don't think you did. I did. Because I know who taught me, and I know when. It was only a couple weeks ago. But when we first started, we used to put our computers on Do Not Disturb. No, I didn't. Okay, well, maybe it was just me. I definitely didn't. But the thing is, when I had my old computer, I didn't have my messages set up like that. It was real old. So Mm. I didn't get notifications to my messages until it was like five days later. You didn't get calls to this either? Mm-mm. Mm. Well. If it was a FaceTime call, but not a regular call. Yeah. Hmm. Whew. But now I got a nice working computer and I get all the notifications. Period. Which is nice, but annoying. But anywho. We're tired of working. We are so tired of working. I am so tired of working. I am so tired of my job. Okay, let me preface that by saying mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my job. <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts, what is it? I was listening to the Stonecutters, and they said the um, the statements and the conversation that takes place on the Brown Coffee Black Tea podcast does not reflect or represent yes. our current, <laughs> past, or future employers. Yes, yes. Um, however, nonetheless... I am so tired of working, and y'all, I know that throughout this year, we've been pushing through, pushing through, pushing through, making shit happen. It's been grand. It's been fine. But I am tired of pushing through. Tired. I am done. I'm kind of just done. I know it's the last quarter, and usually every year, this is the time where you give it your all. Well, I have given it my all. We've given it all. All of 2020. And I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I be on my computer every day, y'all, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Literally today. <laughs> I was reading something, and it didn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know you're tired. When you know it's something that should make sense, but your brain can no longer process it. Yeah, it was so simple, but it just didn't make sense to me. I was reading it, and I was like, I think I need to read this over again (laughs) because it didn't register the first time. No comprehension. All comprehension skills have gone out the window. They have gone out the window, and I'm just like, I am about to assign my students a paper. Who's going to read it? Everybody gets 100. (laughs) You get 100. You get 100. This is the pandemic 100, okay? (laughs) Period. Everybody gets a 100 because who's going to read those papers? We are done. We are done. We're done. Truly done. 
I don't cry. <laughs> we just need a collective break, honestly. Yes. We've been talking about it, I feel like, this entire year, but, like, yo. I also just want to say, like, I know that in past episodes we have told y'all to keep going. And we still mean that, okay? But we've also said take breaks. Let's be clear that sometimes two things can exist at once. And right now, I am grateful. I am going to keep pushing, however. Keep pushing towards a nap. <laughs> Please. And towards a break. Oh my gosh. Because, because this sleep. is not sustainable Mm-mm. in any way, shape, or form. Also, is it just me or like. Even though we know that we're about to go into 2021, still in the pandemic, does something about 2021 just feel more hopeful to you? (laughs) It definitely does. You know, 2021 just feels like a big breath of fresh air. Right. Now, we're going to still probably be in the same shit. It's probably going to be even more locked down than it is right now. Yeah. But I think it's just like getting over the hump of all that 2020 has brought us, yeah. is it's going to feel different. I think it will feel different. That's how I feel, too. I feel like, I feel like, okay, the, <laughs> begin- <laughs> the beginning of the pandemic, we were hopeful. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we're going to be back in the summertime. The lies. Um, we should have remembered this is America. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot who we were dealing with. We forgot who we were. Oh, anyway, so in the very beginning, we were hopeful. But I feel like at some point this year in 2020, we stopped being hopeful. And we were just like, okay, so this is what the remainder of 2020 is. Because that's the thing. It got to the point where it was no longer predictable. Yeah. Like, nothing about life was predictable. <laughs> yes. And so we all decided to take a collective... We gonna let this do what it does, yes, and get yes. to twenty twenty one potentially. Yes, and so now twenty twenty one is coming up, and I'm just like, this feels hopeful, even if the first couple of months are, you know, still like they are, fine. But the we have another twelve months to try to do this thing again, mm-hmm. to try to get this thing right and under control, and mm-hmm. it yeah. feels like it'll just bring a sense of just. Renewal. Mm, I like that word. And entering into like the holiday season, I think will give us the break that we're kind of looking for because let's be honest, pandemic or not, things start to shut down as you get closer to the end of the year. Yeah. Like people are off work, you know. People are tired. Deadlines truly don't mean a thing. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't before and they definitely don't at the end of the year. So, how are you spending the holiday? Um, the one coming up? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all, <laughs> Thanksgiving is my birthday. It's a real nigga birthday. So, <laughs> hit me up, send me love. You know, if you want my cash app, I can give you my cash app. Period. Accepting all gifts and donations, but. Honestly, I'm going to just be kicking it because <laughs> I'm in Auburn. And, um, yeah. But I will get to spend time with family, get to spend time with friends. So I'm looking forward to that. I got you something really nice for your birthday. Oh, jeez. What is it? Just tell me. It's so nice. Just tell me. You're going to love it. Just tell me now. So good. See, the thing is about me, 
I really love surprises, y'all. Like, I really love surprises, but I always want to know what the surprise is <laughs> before it happens. And what's the point? I like I can still feel surprised, but I I just want to know. <laughs> I'm still gonna laugh. Then, no, because then you taking it out of the bag or taking it out of whatever, and then you're just like. No, you know what though? You know what though? I'm not even gonna hold you because Sabria will know what it is, and then once it's tangible, she'll still be like, "This oh is so God. nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my gosh!" So that's kind of true. It's I guess. true. So you can just go ahead and tell me, but I won't. Although I will say it might get here a little late, but that's fine. Nonetheless, you're still gonna love it. I'm still so appreciative. And it's interesting, too, because a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you're getting older. You're going to be 27. How does it feel? And I just don't feel anything right now. Wait till, I don't feel anything now. Wait till that 27 turns to 28. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're knocking on the door at 30. And you're slowly just going to be like, you know what? <laughs> We're Let here. me change my life around. <laughs> Let me get some things. Get your house in order. <laughs> Because life is no longer a game. <laughs> Girl. So it's interesting. Okay. Where did you imagine you would be at mm. 28? Ooh, okay. Um, let me just say that when I was a kid, I had a very romanticized life ahead of me. <laughs> like... I was going to have the perfect job. I was going to have, like, the perfect husband. I was also going to be in the process of making my third baby Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted all three of my kids by 30. Um, For those of you who do not know, I'm 28 going on 29 in the next couple of months. Um, I am now in a place where I'm just like... (laughs) Um, I'll take one child. Thank you very much. Um, I just want a good man. <laughs> Listen, thank you I'll very take much. a good man for 500 Alex. Please. <laughs> but I also think um, from what I used to think about myself like as a kid and who I would be as an adult, I think I also just romanticized love a lot. And like mm-hmm. that was the only thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to grow up, have a good job, have a good husband, mm-hmm. have some kids and live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And now that I am older, I understand that life is so much more than having a man, than having kids. Now this is not to say that I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so much more. I've done so much more. I still have so much more to do. And even when I do get those things, I still have so much more to do. I think, um, you know, from TV to whatever we had as kids, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. That was the goal. That's what you did. That was the norm. And if you didn't have that, then, you know, what were you doing? And now right. that I'm older, I'm just like, well, I still don't want to lose myself even when I do acquire these things. So, mm-hmm. But that's who I thought I was going to be. Even down to like five years ago, I by five or at five years ago, I knew that there was more to having a husband and having kids. But like, still, the idea and the the route that I thought I was gonna take mm-hmm. was totally different. I think I've said before on the podcast, like I didn't want to go to New York. I didn't think I was gonna be in New York. I ain't want none of that. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting too because we are from the south, and so mm-hmm. we have grown up romanticizing those same ideals that are just 
passed down, I feel like, from generation yeah. to generation in the South. Yeah. Like, it's very normal to even graduate from high school and yeah. get married and have kids. It's normal to finish college and stay wherever you went to college yeah. and settle down. And, again, it's not a bad thing, but I think that's, like, that's what we all kind of grew up um, thinking about to a certain extent. What did you think? <laughs> I, okay, so, hmm. I always imagined that I would have a child by 26. Ain't that wild? FYI, I'm 26 and love all the mothers out there, but, sweetie, <laughs> <laughs> just last year, I was eating... <laughs> Who knows what? Not even buying groceries consistently. I should have, probably, but I wasn't. It's just like, I can't imagine that life now. Yeah. Having a child, being married, you know, settling down somewhere. I can't imagine it right now. Yeah. Things that I want, but I'm also just like, in the same place of, there are so many things that I want to do mm-hmm. and think that I definitely can do with a partner. Right, right, but right. But it's just, I don't know, it's just a different perspective now. I think that I, as you have, Ty, have been so focused on my own personal growth and just, like, hungry for it Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. Of, like, what else can I learn about myself? What yeah. else can I improve? Like, who can I connect myself with and who can I meet that can help me get on this next level like who can I help get on this next level so that's kind of like my focus and where I am right now um and what makes me excited about turning 27 is just like that next step in becoming this or continuing to become this young woman who is self-aware and accountable for her actions and just very intentional about the things that she's doing. Yeah. So. Sounds like you're setting some intentions for year 27. I guess so. I will say this is also the first time in life when or where I have ever been able to imagine like a five-year plan. Mm. Oh, I agree. Or even like a plan like two years down the road. Yeah, I agree. Because I think before that question, whether it was in an interview or just being asked of me in any sort of setting, was always so intimidating because I never really consider myself a planner. I'm a very go-at-the-flow type of person, like wherever the wind takes me type of person. But now I'm at the point in life where I'm like, okay, I can see a lot of things more clearly than maybe I could in the past. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't feel really stressed about trying to plan and what that five year or three year whatever plan looks like, but I can see the pieces and like the potential end goals of sorts more clearly than before. So that's Which is nice. That's interesting because I, I know that you're not a planner, but you know that I am. Mm-hmm. But even that five-year question, I've never been, like, able to answer. Mm-hmm. When people ask that, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be at the job that I right. like. You know what I mean? Yes. Or that I'm at. You yep. know what I mean? So yep. it's interesting that you say that. But it is, I, I feel the exact same way that I can finally now kind of see, like, where I want. Because when I first moved to New York, I was like, mm I'm going to be here a year and then I'm leaving. You listen. <laughs> and we now, had so many conversations 
given, given, you were in a fellowship. We had this conversation recently. Yes. And did not have the best living situation. Financial situation. Financial situation. Whatever. It was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, I'm leaving New York, and now here I am, like, at home right now, you know, waiting until I go back to New York, and I can't wait to get back. Like, Mm -hmm. I am so excited to go back and move to Brooklyn and get my Brooklyn feels on, my Brooklyn vibes. (laughs) Find my Brooklyn man and have a Brooklyn love story. Hello, somebody. Listen, it has been said a couple of times, so if you're out there and you're listening, tune in. (laughs) Jump in the DMs, okay? If you know someone that is also looking. Hello, and that is a good man. Remember, good man, good man. And we can send you a list of what that looks like if you need. But Integrity, for one. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, I agree. I can definitely start to see the pieces kind of come together. Like, even in terms of my job, like, yeah. I know for me, I don't want to leave my job until I accomplish a few things. Yeah. This is also the first job that I've had post-college that feels like a real mm-hmm. job, mm-hmm. like, I had, what, two jobs in between undergrad and grad school while I was completing grad school. And not to say that those didn't feel real, but I knew that they weren't. I knew that they were just, like, getting me to my next step so I could spend a year or so there and move. But now more so. And you feel no, like, loyalty is not the word, but connection to staying. And so now the work that I do at the place that I do the work, Mm -hmm. both teaching and the Department of Health, I feel, um, I won't say attached to the work, because I I could leave if I needed to, but I feel like there are still things left for me to accomplish there Mm -hmm. before I leave. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I've never been able to feel in the past. That is very true. That is very true. I will say a lot of the things that I've done in the past have had end dates. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what's very different about this time in life for me is like, I have always done fellowships and internships. And so I I had like this, okay, the year is going to come to a close and I'll also be moving on to another thing. Right. And that became very comfortable for me. Because again, not really being a planner, I could stick some out for a year. We used to say, we can do anything for a yep. year. <laughs> Listen, that was my timeline. Yep. I got a year for this and I'm moving on to the next thing. So this is the first job for me where it's just like, I can stay here however long I want to stay here. Yeah. Or I could leave, you yeah. know, whenever I want to leave. But it's kind of in the nice space of like, I have some good experience here. Yeah. So if I needed to or wanted to leave, I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also could learn some more. I also could gain some more experience. So I could also stay here. Yeah. So, Yeah. It's a weird time. It's a very weird time. But I will say, every day I think about quitting this entire life and moving to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) We literally kind of planned this out the other day. Listen. Sabrina was looking at some jewelry, y'all. And she said, I don't know what it is about this necklace, but I'm just supposed to be in Italy. I was like, do you want to go? Because (laughs) let's just call it what it is. To be under some some Italian sun. Baby. Always here they like black women over there. Everyone, everyone in the world loves black women. Hello, let's be clear. Okay. Now there's racism that exists everywhere, (laughs) but they love a little tan sister. Period. Okay. But 
Italy does have some little um, houses and uh, estates for sale. (laughs) Did you look? We could scrape up some coins (laughs) and take a flight and just stay. You know? At this point, because are we going back to work in 2021? Listen. I meant to finish reading the email today that we got about reopening. You know half half of the agency is back at work. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I Mm-mm. was surprised by that. 47%. 3,000, I think it was like 3,300 people. It's just going to be such an interesting thing because there are a lot of organizations and companies that have said before, like pre-COVID, Mm-hmm. No, we don't have remote positions. There's no way you can telework. You know, our system is not set up to do that. But those same organizations have found a way to make it work in the midst right. of COVID. And so it's just going to be very interesting to try to justify the need for your entire staff to be back in an office setting, especially yes. if you have still been working effectively outside of the office what could literally happen and especially thinking of a space like ours we the building that i work in has 22 floors i'm Mm -hmm. on floor 21 and there are more than six thousand people approximately that are in our work site so whether that's all at gotham which is the building that i work out of um or in some of our other sites across the city I'm just like, if you literally just make a general workspaces mm-hmm. for us and we come in as we need to, mm-hmm. that'll save the city rent money because you don't have to rent out a whole ass building to house 6,000 people. No. So you'll save on rent money by just like cutting it, cutting, getting a building that holds half of that mm-hmm. and allowing us like this freedom of working from home versus coming in sometimes. Right. Like at this point, y'all see that y'all can trust us to get the work done. Folks be thinking, right. like higher ups and stuff be thinking that we just want to sit at home. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, there we are some do days, have a days. <laughs> there are some days where I'm just like, you know what? I don't have nothing on this calendar. Let Mm-mm. me chill for a sec. Um, but the fact is, is that I'm still getting the same amount of work done that I will be getting at work anyway. Yeah. Because when we don't be having work at work, you know what we do? We sit there. We go get cookies. Oh, we talk to folks. My team go get cookies. And we bring them back and then we sit around the table and eat and then be like, oh, let's get back and answer some emails. But we eat cookies. It's the same yes. stuff. Yeah. It's the same stuff. I'm just doing it at home. Yeah. I'm taking 30 minutes to make some cookies. Yeah. From scratch. It's <laughs> and like. Yeah. Yeah. For us, it's like, I don't really know how they're going to do social distancing because everyone in my building shares an office with someone. Like, unless you are a director or an AD, associate director, you probably share an office with at least one other person, if not two people. Yeah. And it's just like, how that work? It's, no point, it's no point. It's no point in y'all even trying to have the trying to have to, okay? <laughs> it's no point in y'all even trying to have to figure out <laughs> a schedule for us to come in because... Yes. And then a lot of people are just like, oh, we're not going back to work until we get the vaccine. But it's everybody going to get the vaccine. I mean, that's a... (laughs) Whoop. That's a whole question within itself. So, anyway, as as to not... (laughs) um, As to not keep y'all too long on this Thanksgiving week, what intentions do you have for the week? 
Listen, my intention is to eat some dressing. Oh, listen. That's my only intention, okay? I don't care about Today, tomorrow, and for the rest of my life, my intention <laughs> is focused on eating dressing. And if you don't know what dressing is, jump into our DMs once you hear this episode and ask about it. I'll give you a hint. It's not stuffing. Period. Oh. <laughs> it's not stuffing. I don't know what Period. y'all heard in the North and what y'all be doing. It ain't the same. It's not it. It ain't the same. Don't tell me how your mama make it because it ain't the same, it's okay? It's also not the stuff that you be putting inside, inside of the turkey. turkey. That's it's not the no. same. It's not the same. I What's concur. <laughs> Three things that I want. I ain't got to have no meat on mm-hmm. on, uh, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I want a dressing. Period. I want my cousin's green bean casserole. Ooh, that's good. And I want... Okay, four things, because I want some macaroni and cheese and yams. Ooh. Okay. But, you know, now that I think about it, my family really don't be cooking yams. Your family cooking some yams? Because I'll bring you dressing, you bring me yams. My mom said I have to make them. Okay, well, no problem. You bring me yams, <laughs> I bring you dressing. Okay. okay? Yes. Um, And what we want y'all to do is to have a great holiday week. Take some time off, okay? Also, if you're listening and you are from the South, you also know that it is Iron Bowl weekend. Baby, and listen. We know it's not the same, but... But Auburn's still going to whoop that ass. Okay, well, we'll we'll let the numbers talk. We'll we'll see about that on Saturday. Although Auburn really does always play Listen, Alabama hard. That's the, that's the thing, because Iron Bowl is a game by itself. It's not connected to anything that has happened in the season. The rivalry might be as big as Gucci versus Jeezy. Oh, it's definitely bigger, Okay. It's bigger. And let me tell you Your y'all, Alabama uh, friends, comrade, poisoned the trees on Auburn University's campus so this is because what, of the rivalry. So th- and so this is what I'm about to say. I think Alabama fans are jeezy, and I think uh, Auburn fans Wait are a minute. Gucci. Wait a minute. I'm going to tell, you, tell you why, though. <laughs> no. Because, because, I'm going to tell you why. why. Jeezy put out the hit on Gucci, right? Oh, okay. This part. Okay. So then Alabama poisoned the tree. However, Alabama is going to win like Jeezy won last night. Okay, that's okay, the Okay, listen. <laughs> listen. Because y'all be sitting up there just the like argument, The argument is flawed. <laughs> Don't accept it, people. Y'all be Seek saying. the truth for yourselves. <laughs> Seek the truth on Saturday. And tune in. <laughs> All right, bye, bye y'all. y'all.